Welcome to the Santa Clarita Diet After Show. Tonight, we find out what happened to Dan and Loki, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You know this song? Yeah. Okay, well, it's so funny because I was just telling them that I was on a run today and I heard the song and it reminded me of Santa Clarita Diet. And because it's just like bodies and there's like so much that happened these two episodes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thought it was, That's we're going to be talking bodies today. So <laughs> what's up guys? Welcome to the Santa Clarita diet after show. We are here to talk episodes seven and eight. We're almost done with the series. It's crazy. And to me, the series has gotten a lot better than the first couple episodes. Definitely. I feel like the first episode was strong, but then it had like this whole point where it, it just became not so interesting anymore, yeah. and then it lifted back up. Exactly. So, before we go any further, I'm your host, Jesse Zander. You can find me all over social media at Athletic, and tell everybody where they can find my other co-hosts. You can find me at Mina Makes Magic on Instagram. Okay, so when we left off at, with episode six, um, Joel had hit Dan over the head with a shovel. Yes. And... I don't know about you, but I thought that he just got knocked out and was just eventually going to wake up and, you know. Yeah, that's what I thought. But didn't the little thing that Eric placed yeah. uh, explode? And yes. that's what caused the death? Is that what caused the death? That's what, I, that's what I had assumed. Okay, so I didn't assume that because I because I thought it was just like a like tear gas or like a smoke bomb or something. So I assumed not, like nothing of that. Mm-hmm. I just thought because he got hit over the head, I guess he died. So Because episode seven we see um sheila at the table with is it rick's wife yes do you know what her name is i don't know her yeah so rick's wife and she you know they're talking about things and you see through the window yeah that he's trying to dispose of the body over the fence it's i was like oh my god i had i literally had no idea that dan was gonna be dead yeah, I mean, I thought that, especially even when he was dead and he was in the bathtub because they eventually dragged him there, yes. I assumed that at some point he would wake up. Oh, you know what? That's I didn't what even I think about that. Because as soon as I saw his body, like, completely, like, dead, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's done. Like, I didn't even think I thought he, he could wake up. I thought he had a concussion up. or something. Oh, it could have been. That's what I thought. That's why when there was a time later in the episode that Sheila... Um, was in there with him. Yes. And I was thinking, he's, he's definitely wake waking up. up. Oh, my God. That would have been horrible. But thank he God didn't. he didn't. Especially when his uh, entire uh, bottom torso was oh ripped off. I yeah. still thought for whatever reason, he's gonna wake maybe up. he's a zombie now. <laughs> maybe he's going to wake up. This episode was so stressful because the entire time, so Dan's missing, um, Rick comes over and he's like, hey, have you heard... Dan's missing mm-hmm. and so that right there stressed me out because I was like oh he's gonna come over they're gonna think it's about Dan go- going missing and it's mm-hmm. gonna be about something else so mm-hmm. I was shocked that they knew like that, that it actually soon. was about Dan yeah. being missing I didn't think it would be that either but I guess because he's an officer maybe he did have work that day and that's why right so um the the woman who is like his partner mm-hmm. shows up and Dan doesn't come to work so now everybody's looking for him right and so the cops are kind of like in the neighborhood and we see this really dynamic weird dynamic between dan's partner and lisa dan's wife 
Yeah. Like, I, was, I mean, yeah, that's what I was, I was like, there's definitely something there. Well, it's so weird because she was, like, having an affair with this other guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, clearly she's into his partner. Yeah, right? I mean, I think she just likes anything exciting Any and attention. Yeah, yeah, I think it's something like that because Dan didn't really give her that. Not from what we've seen, at Yes, least. definitely. So, um, you know, we see this all this interaction with his partner. He, She comes over and she talks to Sheila and Joel and says, why haven't you gone to console Lisa? And they're like, we're, we're inconsiderate people, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they show up to the house and she calls them out for not bringing anything. And, she, right. and they're like, remember, we already established this. We're inconsiderate. Um, and, and, and I'm surprised that neither of them, like the whole thing about the affair never came up. Because I thought it would be such an easy target to assume that the wife had killed him. Yes. Just because who who else? Like it right. it makes the most sense if they found out she had an affair. Right. But they I guess they just assume that he's missing at this point. And um so while all this is going on at home, Eric and Abby start walking home and Eric is stressed out that Dan's gonna like Dan's gonna be upset because of the of the smoke bomb or yeah, whatever it whatever is that, that he planted was. in the garden because he saw him go out to start digging in the garden. Right. So he's freaking out about it, and Abby's like trying to like calm him down. Yeah, as usual. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I really love the dynamic between Abby and Eric and Sheila and Joel because I think we talked about this last week. But it's they kind very of similar. Each other. Yeah. Yeah. You have like a more dominant female and. Uh, a male that's more nurturing and yes. constantly trying to like gain approval yes. I guess in different ways exactly so we see that all throughout this episode um, but the the writing in this episode was actually so good too because somehow they managed to tie everything to Dan mm-hmm. so all of this time when, when I've been watching the show I'm thinking how are Sheila and Joel going to get away with this? Yeah, like, I was there's thinking no there's way. no way. Because they are killing these people, and they're not even thinking about it. So they have, right. like, they have no... They, they try to make plans before, but, like, it never works out. Mm-hmm. So they're just being really sloppy and messy about it. So I thought for sure at some point they're going to get caught. Yeah, but it's so interesting how the one thing that could only be linked back to Sheila, which was the finger, you know, yes. the missing finger from mm-hmm. Gary, was in his possession because yes. he was on to them. So... You know, that backfired definitely for him to have all of that stuff and all of that cash. And I'm not sure if he actually was a corrupt cop. I mean, it seems like he might have been, but there, I I really would have liked to know what his hidden agenda was with Loki and with the other people that he asked Sheila to kill. Yeah. Because it seemed as though he was asking them to kill bad people. So I don't know what his involvement with them was. That would be interesting to see if that ever Well, what about, like, all the drugs and money and guns that he had? Do you think it was just, like, he's keeping it for... I don't know. I feel like he's keeping things to use as blackmail, which is corrupt, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, That's corrupt. Okay. But I I don't think he's, like, a drug dealer in a ring of people conducting business. I just think he finds these things as evidence and then keeps them in a stash to use however he wants that's a good point for later so one thing that really got me during this episode like literally i almost started gagging because i've told you guys before like i cannot take like the goriness of anything even this show which is supposed to be like funny but the part where um sheila decides she's gonna eat 
all of Dan because yeah. the cops are in the neighborhood and they're like, okay, so t- today we're just going to like search the neighborhood and then if we can't find him by tomorrow morning, then we're going to send the dogs in and the dogs can definitely find him if he's somewhere. Mm-hmm. So they're scared because they're like, they're going to know it's us and we're going to get caught. So Sheila decides, I'm going to eat Gary. And it was so disgusting when she starts <laughs> coughing the hairball up. This is the thing. Oh God, I feel I like I, I don't get disgusted at all with her eating people just because it looks so fake. And there's something about it that's comical. It doesn't. See, and I think not, that's how it's supposed to be. And I think that's probably how most people see it. No, because actually I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. Oh, she got She out? said, yeah, I tried to watch it, but it was just so disgusting when she starts eating people. I'm like, really? I don't think it is. See, like, I think that people that are like fans of... Of zombies and zombie things probably think this is hilarious because it's like so just like not real yeah. but for me who doesn't watch all of that kind of stuff I am just like oh my god I can't You're take it. By it and when she did the hairball thing I was like about start gagging because even I, that I was, I was like, like that's oh my god I just am, I don't even see it as real like the whole the whole blood everything like it's not like when you watch a mafia movie oh yeah and you're like oh my god it looks so realistic right. and it, it does something <laughs> to you uh with this i'm just like this looks so fake to me <laughs> yeah so i i still cannot take it so that really got to me um but i i think abby is really becoming like my favorite character although i love joel i think he's mm-hmm. gotten like more funny throughout the series mm-hmm. i love him but abby is like turning into such a badass like yeah. like she already probably was but in this episode how she plants the um flashlight mm-hmm. so that they can see it and he gets caught with all but i feel like she doesn't do things just to do it i feel like she still has an ulterior motive that's a really good one which is to help her family yeah so part of it is her lashing out because she doesn't know how to deal with everything and i think another part of it is when she does do those things in the moment she realizes how can this benefit my family? For example, with uh, the motorcycle thing. Yes. She's like, maybe we can use this body for my mom. Yeah. You know, she doesn't want anything to go to waste. Right. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I almost feel like at some points she's, I don't know if like more mature is the word, but she's like more aware of what's going on than her parents know, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think that goes a lot like parents are more aware of what their kids are doing and I think kids know what their parents are doing too but like she and I don't remember if it's this episode or the next one but mm-hmm. she calls her parents out on all the lies right and says you know that she knows that they've been lying and she knows what's in her mom's shakes and mm-hmm. all of this so um yeah it was a really good episode it it was really stressful the whole time um so just not to get too far but um in the end, they decide mm-hmm. they were originally going to take Abby to the beach. Right. And so it's so funny because that's the billboard that was up like all over Los Angeles. The one of them holding the cooler and walking out of the house. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's everywhere. I know. It, I, I love that picture too. And I feel too. like everyone who sees the billboard and doesn't watch the trailer, they think it's just a sitcom. They Yeah. Because everyone I've talked to at least, they're like, yeah, what's it about? And they have no idea it's anything yeah. re- remotely related to zombie yes. stuff. Yes, and I love that picture. So when I saw them say, oh, we're still going to go to the beach, and they put him in the cooler and they walked out, mm-hmm. I was like, that's the billboard. <laughs> um, but they decide they're just going to take him to the beach, and um, his partner comes over and tries, you know, helps them put the cooler in the back of the car, mm-hmm. and she tries to open it to get a soda, and Joel slams it down. Yeah. It's like, we don't have pop or soda. We don't We, don't we, have... we just take milk yeah. to the beach. To the beach. <laughs> Out of all that's things. that's normal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
yeah, I feel, there's a lot of, like, I feel like all the, the covering up things, it's so cheesy. It's, like, a very formulaic thing where someone's about to find something out right. and you're kind of, like, sitting in suspense. But when while I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, they're not going to find out about uh, Dan because yeah. that's, that's just not going to happen. Right. So... I don't know. It, yeah, it it's weird because formula. it was stressful for me. I was like, oh, how the heck are they going to get out of this? But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, it was also with them finding Gary's finger and mm-hmm. that Dan was attached to Loki. Right. I was like, okay, I so think, they're going to get away with this stuff. I think even if Rick were to have found that out, I yeah. think for whatever reason, I do think he would side with Joel and oh, Sheila. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Because even though it's his duty as an officer to reveal the truth right. uh, and not obstruct justice at all uh i don't think I, I think he could be swayed to to be on their side i agree i i actually really like rick too mm-hmm. and like it was so funny how the whole episode he was just kind of like giving them crap or not giving them crap but giving dan crap like oh i can't wait to see dan yeah <laughs> so well dan's dead so i know thank god <laughs> i'm kidding so um, and we do see that Eric is relieved by that. So yes. he goes through stages of feeling relieved, but then also weird about it. Yeah. And then the next episode, episode eight, is called How Much Vomit. And it starts out with Sheila trying to sew on her toe. That oh, my fell God. Off. See, this so is another bizarre. part I could not take. I was just like, this is disgusting. Like, I can't deal with this. I Were you like, like, no, I, I wasn't disgusted at all. I was like, oh, cool. You're so funny. <laughs> It'd be so nice if you could just do that with no blood. Yeah, right. In real life. Yeah, I, it was funny because I wasn't, like, sure what was going on there. So, but she's, like, falling apart. Yeah. Quite literally. Yeah. And figuratively, too. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's so a she's nice like, way to mirror, like, she, what's going on in the show. Yeah, she tries to glue her, like, pinky toe back on. Then she tries to work. sew it. And then she takes a nail to it. Yeah. Oh, my god. And then uh, they're on a mission to find Loki. Yes. And they finally find him, and now he's apparently a folk singer. I know. I was actually so excited to see this part of the episode, or this part of the season, because I know last time when we did predictions, mm-hmm. you and I both, well, I don't know if we both, but yeah. one of us, I think probably you. We were, we were talking about talking how we're going to see them yes, come together yes. in some weird way. Well, I think that's what you were saying, but like I was just curious what was going to happen with him. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see him much in that seventh episode I don't, I don't think we saw him at all, but we heard mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. And so I was like, so is he going to come back or not? So when they t- told them the story about, you know, this guy didn't die, I was like, oh, gosh, they're going to know. So they go to find out kind of what happened, and they are talking to the maid who – I don't know if you watched The Mick. Do you watch oh, the Mick? Oh, she it's in the gr- that show? Yes. I haven't seen it. It's a really funny show. It's with uh, Dee from, from Always It's Always Sunny. Sunny. Yeah, I know. it's such a funny show. Yeah. And she's – um, she's in that show and she's hilarious, but she tells them the story about how he threw up and they're like, did he throw up a little red ball? And she's, and like, she's like, no, no. Yeah. it was like a medium sized yeah. ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it must be bigger than Sheila's cause he's huge. Yeah. But it was so, sh- I was curious to see what Loki was like. Because he's already a bad dude. So I was like, oh gosh, what is he going to be like? Mm-hmm. I did not expect him to be this way. What yeah. did you think? No, it was a pleasant surprise. I it know. Was, I was just trying to put it together. And part of me was like, this always happens with the people that they hunt down. They see yeah. a different side of them that makes them not want to kill them. Yes. So this has happened countless, time with, countless times um, 
like with Kidweed. Yeah. Once they were getting to know exactly. him, he's not a villain, and it's kind of like a testament to like there's not a lot of you know black and white characters in the book or in the in the show. So, yeah. If someone seems like they're a terrible person, there usually is another side to them, right. unless it's Dan, because with Dan they kind of portrayed him as a very yes. black and white like bad cop. Right. No, I totally agree. Um, this episode really made me think about life because they talk like there's two dead people that are talking about like how different their life is now that they're dead. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, you know what? This show is interesting because it really does make you think about life and it shows you Sheila's life when she was alive and now when she's dead and like it feels like Beetlejuice almost have you seen Beetlejuice like how they die in the car crash and then they're just trying to figure everything out Gina Davis and yeah uh they're kind of like zombies in their own way yeah kind of I guess no you're right so it's It's just reminiscent of that to me I know I was kind of like sad about it I was like Man, we're all living life wrong. Maybe we should be zombies. Yeah, and then Maybe actually be, dead. be daring so, and be dead so we can live. Exactly. So Get crazy. rid of the <laughs> or like go back to the id, like our primary yes. instincts and our desires, and not think long term. Just live and in so the that, moment. And so that—that's what Loki's album is about. He has this album. It's called "So Alive," which yeah. is ironic because he's dead. Yes. So I thought that was so funny. She's like, the irony is just for a specific audience. (laughs) Which is those two. Yeah. So they sit down and they're all excited. They're talking to each other and they're like, you know, we got to stick together because we're the only two people that, you know, are zombies. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. And that's what we talked about last episode at the end. Can zombies procreate? (laughs) Can they make zombie children? I don't know. That's a good question. I know. Somebody in the comments, please tell us and don't get mad at us for not knowing. Tell us if I'm not we a can zombie have expert. zombie babies. Um, but it was interesting how the rest of that episode went because I was really hoping that Loki would just become friends with them. And, and especially when he was so happy and playing the guitar and singing, mm-hmm. I was really excited to see where their lives together would go. Mm-hmm. But then he starts coming on to Sheila. Yes. Like, she, she tells him about her toe falling off because she doesn't want to tell Joel. Right. And so she kind of sneaks out of the house. And it's funny because Joel has been worried because they haven't been sleeping together. Mm-hmm. And then she gets a text and she won't show him who it's from. So he's, like, thinking that she's cheating on him. Right. But she just doesn't want him to know that her toe has fallen off. Exactly. So. Do you think you should be that open in a relationship where you let your partner... I mean, you're married, so yeah. do you ever let your husband read, look my at, text. read your texts? Or yeah, like, I mean, I'm not a big texter myself. I So, yeah, I mean, he could read my text. I don't care. But don't I don't care. really read his text either. I just don't, well, for whatever reason... like You just don't care. I don't have time to read my own text, let alone go through his phone <laughs> and try to read it. So I'm just like, whatever. If he wants to read my text, please do. He has the password to my phone. He could read it. But, yeah, I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I I feel like if you're in a relationship, it's not really the other person's business. I'm kind of on Sheila's side. Yeah. But at the same time, I wouldn't have anything to hide. Yeah, and I think that's the way it should be. And that's the way that I feel like it is. So who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, I feel like in my own relationship, that's what I'm like. I'm like, it'd probably be annoying if you went through my phone. But, like, go ahead. Cause, mm-hmm. I feel like, like it is lack of trust, though, if someone is, does yeah. that. But I just do feel like people need their own privacy and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. whatever. So it was interesting that that happened because I've never seen, like, this side of their relationship. Like, he is always so supportive of her. Right. And I really feel like they're so in love. So I was shocked to see that he was kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. 
And then she goes out to see Loki, and he has... And it wasn't low-key of her. No, it was not low-key of her. <laughs> You're very, right. <laughs> very in your face. Yes. And he has, um, like, a cooler full of feet. What did she call it? So weird. Footlocker. Yeah, she had a, a footlocker. <laughs> literally. She yes, literally. Um, but she tries to come, or he tries to come on to her. She's not having it. Um, and when she leaves, we see Loki kind of changed a little bit. And yeah. he wants to murder Joel. The aggressive zombie Which comes then out. I started getting really worried because I was like, oh my gosh, I'd be horrible if Joel was gone because I love him. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought, what if he bites Joel and then, and then Joel, Joel becomes, becomes a zombie, zombie and yeah. can live with Sheila yes. that way. Yes. Uh, that would be really interesting. Yeah. So we see Loki come to the house mm-hmm. and he just like but before he comes to the house yes. it was so sweet to see Sheila walk in and see the rose petals on the oh, floor yes. and, and all the, the candles spaghetti dinner oh like my you know gosh. how they always have like vegan spaghetti now they had zombie spaghetti made out of human flesh and yes he went through the trouble of doing this romantic I know, it thing was for her. so sweet and the little uh billboard they had or, or the little sign yeah of their uh their first like like real estate yes. poster yes oh it was so cute it was very cute i know and the moment was ruined before she could even enjoy her meal when loki breaks Bust, the door yeah, down doesn't even like try to come in can't sneakily. even like knock or ring the doorbell it's a very dramatic entrance yes breaks the door down and then he's like tries to kill joel mm-hmm but Sheila's not having that. I like how Sheila always has to protect him. I know. <laughs> like, for once, can he just not need anyone? I know. I, You know, that's why I was shocked that he killed Dan. Because I was like, this is so not like him. It wasn't intentional. Yeah, it wasn't. I think he just reacted without thinking. Right. Like Sheila. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like the one time he was like Sheila and not thinking, then he... Yeah. That's... He was capable of killing. Right, well, it's so funny that you say that. Because he became Sheila, like Sheila in that moment, but... Earlier, um, at the beginning of the eighth episode, when she wasn't sleeping with him, I was like, oh, maybe she's, like, coming back to, like, being a human being. Because she said, like, since she's become a zombie, they've been, like, sleeping together much more often. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but then it's obviously because she feels weird about the toe. Oh. So. Yeah, that toe. Yeah. I mean, you don't <laughs> even really disgusting. need your pinky toe for anything. Right? Isn't it like a vestigial structure that she, just, yeah. for whatever reason, oh. I feel like I could have four toes and still be fine. <laughs> and still balancing. Live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She could have just tossed it out and, <laughs> yes. and no big deal. Exactly. Anything else from episode eight? I really, yeah, I there, thought these were really good episodes. There was a part... Okay, well, there's definitely a part that was Charlie's Angels reminiscent yeah. when uh, Drew Barrymore starts putting on this, like, leather Oh, you're suit. right. Yes, and I was like, wow, that really does remind me of Charlie's Angels. It yes. was a cool little scene. And then also uh, when Eric and Abby go visit Pussy Mache. Yes. Remember him? Yes. <laughs> the motorcycle guy? And he says uh, he accepts payment because they're trying to get a motorcycle oh, fixed. And yes. he says that he, they ex- he, the only payments he accepts are cash, grass, or ass. Yeah. And that's here. He doesn't really need cash or grass anymore. What's grass? Weed. Oh, okay. That totally went over my head. I was like, is it money? You already said cash. I totally, yeah, I totally didn't even realize what that was. Just grass. Plant grass um, in my butt. Backyard, so basically, please, California. he wanted sex from an underage girl. Yes. And she was disgusted. Yeah. So I she was ended disgusted. Up, I was yeah, like, what the hell? She looks like a child. Like, it I could know. be her, his granddaughter, not even daughter. Yeah. So it's pretty gross. Um, 
and Eric doesn't really come in to step in that much or he kind of tries and yeah and fails so they end up paying him a lot of money yes and i don't know like they they never get the motorcycle fixed yeah yeah but the fact that sheila did bond with loki and he is a poet yes i mean my favorite line was like a drop of dew embraces a blade of grass so he he has yes. a certain softness to him. I know. So I don't know. I don't do. You, okay. So we should get into predictions before mm-hmm. I ask you this next question. So okay. let's get into predictions Ooh. for next week. And now this is the perfect. Like I always say, this is the perfect noise for predictions for the show. So the question that I wanted to ask, which has to do with predictions, is: Do you think we'll see Loki at all through the rest of the series, or do you think he's done? Um. I think he's going to make a surprise visit if there is a next season. Okay. He can't just not appear and I disappear. Know. And I liked him so much. Him. I know. So. I feel like he's going to come he back. back. Yeah. Maybe not the next two episodes because I feel like he might disappear for a while and then come back again. Because he's out there season. doing something. Yeah. Right? What's his mission right now? Another thing is like. He she... doesn't even have to get his own food. He has it so well, easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he does. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. So his yeah. like gang is. They basically just give, give him which food. Which is so amazing. That's what she, See, so him and Sheila could help each other out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping we see him again. So any other predictions for the rest of the season? Uh, I don't know. I'm just... I'm thinking. I feel like they're obviously close... Somewhat close to getting the cure. Yes. There's still a lot of progress to be made. But yes. they're already like trying to get a hold of whoever the doctor is for the cure... Yeah. Uh, I wonder who the doctor, who he or she will be. Because yes. that, that's going to be a really cool cameo for sure. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a male doctor, a female doctor? God, I would think it would be a male doctor. Male doctor? Because I just have those stereotypes in my head. So yes, <laughs> I think, why, what do you think? I don't know. I think it might be a female doctor. Okay. It would be cool if it was. So one other question that I have to ask you about just like things, because I'm dying to know, but... I love Eric and Abby. Do mm-hmm. you think they will like some? They'll end up together by the end of the season, or are they just going to no, be strictly friends? But I think that for them to end up together, Eric is going to have to start being more confident and not really caring about what people think because that's something Abby's going to find attractive. Like he cares too much about what she thinks and impressing right. her. That for now, it's probably just going to be platonic. Yes, and. You never know. Maybe at, maybe at one I point she gets attracted to him and he's no longer interested. So oh, that would be that interesting. That could happen where like the timing then, is off. And then they switch roles somewhat. Yes. Oh my god, that would <laughs> But be I do want to see the principal. I think we're going to see him again. I hope so too. He's so funny. Yeah. So you guys will have to wait until next week when we will talk episode 9 and 10. It's coming to an end. I'm so sad. Yeah, it's coming to an end soon and we'll see if it gets picked up again. I know. I think it will. I'm not sure. I mean, there is a loyal fan base out yeah, there. Yeah, so. I think it will. So we'll see. So we'll see you guys next week to discuss episode 9 and 10. And until then, I'm Jesse Zaner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic and tell everybody where they can find you. Mina. My name is Mina. You can find me on Instagram, Mina Makes Magic. I got some cool stuff on there from AfterBuzz and TMZ. Yes. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.